1: Let's play a game of who do you trust, those paid results at the top of the search engine results pages, or your sister, that banner on YouTube, or your best friend from college. Okay, this is an easy game. We all trust our family, friends, and even strangers more than we trust advertisements and brands. We're influenced by recommendations, reviews, testimonials, social chatter, and most importantly, referrals. After all, when someone comes in as a referral, much of the hard work has already been done. Someone else, probably a happy customer, already provided you with credibility and a sense of trust, both of which are needed for creating a sale. Last week, I talked about the importance of getting word-of-mouth referrals, which is based on the premise that anytime someone interacts with your business, they should have an exceptional experience so people take notice. When people take notice, they tend to talk. This talk causes referrals. Since it's clear that referrals should be a huge focus for your company, today I want to explore how you can get more of them by sharing important ideas, best practices, and effective tips on how to create your referral marketing strategy. At the core, a fully functioning business is basically a set of systems and processes. Marketing is a system, finance is a system, and management is a system. If you follow this line of thinking, then referral generation is a set of processes within the overall marketing system. One of the most difficult tasks for small business owners when it comes to marketing is organization. In this case, I'm not talking about the clutter on your desk as much as the clutter in your mind. Until you start to look at marketing as one of the core systems in your business, it will always feel like a disjointed and disconnected thing that you know you should do when you get around to it, and that's no way to build referral momentum. The first step in the design of your referral system is to unearth the simple, remarkable difference that is your chief competitive advantage. It's not enough to offer a nice feature or something your competition doesn't. This must be something so special that people can't help talking about your business. If the core difference you offer doesn't make people stop and take notice, you've still got work to do. I can't stress enough how significant this first step is to the eventual success or failure of your referral ambitions. So if you're able to fulfill a client's needs, that's great. If you're able to go above and beyond, that's even better. By going above and beyond, you set yourself apart from all the noise that surrounds you. Going the extra mile doesn't have to break the bank either. Companies create buzz with great follow-up and going the extra mile. Here are a few ways to go the extra mile. Offer some extras, such as time with a staff member to do a training session for the new product they purchased. Give them a freebie like a t-shirt, hat, or a magnet. Sending friendly reminders via automated emails to help them stay on top of their obligations. Just be nice. You can't go the extra mile if your customer interactions aren't sincere. I talked a lot about being friendly last week. For example, Lyft, The ride-sharing service goes the extra mile by providing customers with an incentive. Then, to top it off, they reiterate why their service is great. Riding costs less for customers than a typical taxi equals cost-savvy. Drivers are always nearby equals convenient. The more you can personalize the experience for the customer, the happier they'll be. Whether that's remembering information about them, reminding them of something important, or sending them a well-timed promotion, personalization shows customers that you care. For example, if a customer purchases a new snowboard from your sporting goods website, it makes sense to send out material that's relevant to that subscriber. You might send information on snow conditions, recommendations for more gear, or a promo code for a discounted lift ticket to a local ski resort. Alternatively, if someone purchases a car, a new home, or a set of golf clubs, they would of course receive different recommendations. Personalization results in a more engaged customer base, one that is likely to refer you business. Even though referrals often happen naturally, it can be difficult to get people to think about you after they leave. That's why you should always ask for a referral. In general, customers are usually happiest post-purchase, so this is a good time to ask for referrals. For example, an e-commerce store typically asks for referrals on their thank you or receipt pages. This process can be automated, making it easy for you. You can also offer incentives to make referring even sweeter. For example, a friend signed up for HelloFresh, and part of their referral system is to ask for the email address of any of their friends who might enjoy their service. Next thing you know, I'm getting HelloFresh emails offering me a free meal as an incentive to try out their service. Obviously, everyone wants to be appreciated. And it is particularly important to show appreciation to those who send more customers your way. If someone refers you, not only are they giving you a compliment, but they are going out of their way to help you. If you're able to find out who referred you, be sure to thank them. You don't necessarily have to do some big or grand gesture, but acknowledging their effort is important. Plus, it will further reiterate why they helped you in the first place. It's building these types of deep connections that will keep you connected with your target market. This keeps referrals coming in. The second step in the design of your referral system is to know your customers. Your referral program cannot be a success if you do not understand who your customers are or what they want. Ask yourself, what do your customers value? What brings them to your business? What keeps them coming back? Once you've answered these questions, you can start thinking about what incentives would pique your customer's interest. The third step is to visualize success. What does a successful referral program look like to you? What are you hoping to achieve from this program? Are you trying to grow your customer base, increase your revenue, The more specific you can be with your goals, the better you will be able to identify the effectiveness of your referral program. It's important that your business is seeing a return on the time, effort, and money you are investing into your referral program. Setting the right benchmarks goes hand-in-hand with visualizing your success. To accomplish this, design your own referral marketing funnel and monitor its progress. Here are different types of referrals you need to consider. Direct referrals. A direct referral program is the type that you extend and offer to your existing clients for the act of creating a referral that turns into a client. Refer a neighbor to a remodeling service and will give you the use of a carpenter for a day to fix those nagging projects around the home. This is an approach that is both motivating and connected to what the business does. Other direct referral sources, which is often overlooked and underappreciated, is your strategic partner network. One of the most powerful things you can do to increase your value in the eyes of your customers is to become a wealth of information and resources related to all of your customers' needs, even if they may be unrelated to what you sell or provide. For example, My company, Sage International Inc., and business tax preparers across the nation share the same ideal customer. Small business owners starting or growing their companies who need us to create their corporation or LLC, the foundation for the business, and the tax preparer who's going to make sure they pay the least amount of taxes while staying in compliance at the federal and state level. When we refer each other, This becomes a mutually beneficial interaction. The next type of referral is an implied referral. This type of referral program speaks by example. In an implied referral program, you take steps to let your target market know that you are doing work for clients similar to them without directly asking for a referral. In the same vein as our remodeling contractor mentioned earlier, They might create a book showing pictures of completed projects and leave it in a real estate office lobby to serve as a brochure. When I come back, I'm going to pick up on how to create your referral marketing strategy and talk about the different types of referrals you need to consider.
2: Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted
0: line. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa.
1: Welcome back, and thank you for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show. I'm sharing with you how to create your referral marketing strategy, and I've been talking about the different types of referrals you need to consider direct referrals, implied referrals, and now tangible referrals. With a tangible referral, you put something in the hands of your customer that has real value and that they can give to a referral source. The thing I like about this tactic is that you can run it three or four times a year as a low-cost, low-exposure way to keep referrals top of mind. Once a quarter or so, you send out a $100 gift certificate to your best customers and ask them to share the gift with a friend. It makes the act of referring simple and tangible, and you can always reward your client when those gift certificates turn into customers. I also love bring a friend for free or give a friend a free product approaches to this one. Community referrals. There are so many community organizations that need and deserve your support. When you partner with a local nonprofit and support their mission, events, and needs, you can also offer promotional support by running the occasional promotion. Like when you buy this week or sign a contract this week, 10% of the proceeds go to benefit the nonprofit. The nonprofit partner benefits from whatever sales occur and they become more motivated to talk about and refer your organization to their constituents. The beauty of taking this kind of multi pronged approach is that you can build one program and then simply keep adding them until you have referrals coming from numerous sources while promoting your referability nonstop. One other thought on the importance of building trust with your customers is that they can often come to rely upon you for more than the scope of your products or services. I consider myself a master connector, which my clients get benefit of when they need referrals to other areas of expertise, such as tax preparers, estate planning attorneys, business liability insurance providers, or financial advisors who can assist with setting up retirement plans. By practicing this strategy, I have become an important resource for my clients, which virtually locks them into the relationship. They tend to call me first. As you go forward with designing your business's own referral program, here are five key steps to remember. Step one, set goals. The overall goal of a referral marketing program is to increase word of mouth marketing But what do you want that to lead to? More growth and revenue? Increased customer retention? More trust in your brand? Understanding what you want your customer referral program to do will inform how you approach the rest of the process. You'll also want to learn if any new customers are currently being referred to your business, and if so, how. To find out, Talk to people within your business who deal with customer relations and ask them how they're approaching referrals thus far. Finally, for budgeting purposes, you'll want to understand how much a new customer is worth to your business and how many new customers your referral marketing program will have to generate in order to be worth the investment. A typical cost per acquisition or a referred customer is between $2 and $10. Consider how much a new customer is worth to your business, the lifetime value of that customer, against how much it will cost to acquire them via referral to determine how much you want to spend on a referral program. Step 2. Identify referral sources and targets. The next step to set up your customer referral program is to decide which customers you want referring your business and the types of customers you want them to refer. You may think it makes sense for all your customers to be referring your business to everyone. While this can help, there are some referrals that are more valuable than others. Yesterday, I took a call from someone who was referred to us by several clients. As we started talking about what she was doing, how I may be able to help her, her situation proved complex. When I got to the cost of our services, she flat out told me she didn't have any money and that she would instead do the work herself. My immediate internal reaction when someone tells me, after they get information and recommendations, that they're going to do it themselves is to shut down. I'm not rude or unfriendly but simply move to end the conversation because now I know that this referral just cost me money in the form of time and energy instead of being a potential new client. Which leads me to one of the biggest mistakes I see when talking about referrals is not being clear about the kind of introductions you want. Far too often, salespeople say, so who do you know? Who do you think might be a good fit for what I have to offer? This puts all the burden on the person helping you. Instead, you should be specific about what your ideal introduction looks like. When you ask for an introduction, give clear examples about the types of prospects you're interested in connecting with. Share information such as their specific job titles, the companies they work for, the industry they're in, their average revenue, and other important factors. Then let the person think about who in their network fits the bill for an introduction to you. Too often, well-meaning marketers will pay good money Offer discounts or give away services for low-end customers as some kind of an effective strategy to just get anybody in the door. It's better to ask for referrals for mid-to-top-end clients. It's better to get a buyer in at a high level than have to upsell him or her later. Understanding who you want to target with your referral program and the types of leads you want them to refer will help you craft a customer referral program that can meet your goals. Keep in mind that the customers you target can be anyone from a weekly regular to a vendor to an industry leader. Step 3. Determine incentives. Not every business can or should offer the same incentives. What if your company doesn't have a lot of repeat business? For example, let's say you run a window business. Most of your customers will not need their windows replaced more than a couple of times in their lifetime. Building a referral program that gives the customer credit would likely not be the best option in this scenario. Instead, gift cards or a cash incentive would work well. Determining incentives for your referrals and the customers who refer them is arguably the most important step in creating a customer referral program, as this motivates customers to advocate on your behalf of your business. The incentive could be monetary, but it doesn't have to be. Ultimately, the kind of incentive you choose depends on the customers you want to target. To incentivize your existing sources to make quality referrals, you need to know what they would like in return, be it a credit voucher, free products or an upgrade, or a free month of service for every three new signups. I also want you to keep in mind the idea of gift equity when drafting a customer referral program. Understand there's a desire to see that both sides are getting a fair deal. Referrers want to give their friends something, but they want to get an equal something in return. For instance, if sending a referral means you can give a friend $20 off a purchase, referrers want to also get $20, often in store credit, if their friend converts. In general, we all want to see ourselves as being treated fairly. Coffee shops get it, sandwich shops get it, even car repair shops get it. I'm talking about the membership and loyalty club approach to rewarding customers. Almost any business can add to the bottom line by offering some sort of premium membership option for goods and services that are needed over and over again. The key here is to make an offer that encourages a customer to buy your product more often by offering a discount or the convenience of an automatic shipment. Think book, vitamins, essential oils, flower, or fruit of the month clubs. This method also allows you to offer customers a premium members-only package or service or provide value-added events and promotions for members of the club. Membership breeds loyalty and loyalty breeds referrals. Step four, spread the word. Now that you have your customer referral program mapped out, it's time to build out the interactive elements so that customers can use it. Your referral program cannot be a success if nobody knows about it. Be sure to advertise this program across your website, emails, newsletters, and social media. Here's some ideas for interactive elements you might consider using. Emails to your customers informing them of your referral program and how it works, including what kind of referrals you are looking for. A referral code that customers can share with others that links to a sign-up page. A landing page on your website or during checkout that prompts the customer to provide an email for a referral. Always direct customers to your business's referral page after they've made a purchase. This is when they are happiest and most likely to spread the word about your business. A script for your sales team to use to prompt a customer to provide a referral. Add a banner to your website, put a sign in your business's front window, send out a newsletter or make a blog post. Promotional materials like case studies or video testimonials that can be leveraged by customers to promote your business to others. Add a pop-up call to action before a person leaves your website with a mention of the referral program. Lead with money. If you are offering $50 off, put it in big, bold letters. You want to grab the website visitor's attention to prevent them from going to a competitor. The approach you decide to use depends on your business and the type of customers you want to target. You might even make different materials for different customer segments. If you need help building out and managing your customer referral program, there are a variety of software products available. Step 5. Track Your Results To understand if your referral marketing program is working, you need to track it carefully. Keep track of every participant of your customer referral program. It's just as important to track those who refer your business as those who are taking advantage of that referral. Important things to keep in mind when you are monitoring your new customer referral program. Who was the referrer? Who was referred? Did the referred customer take advantage of the program? How long did it take for the customer to take advantage of the referral program? How will your business touch base with both referrer and the referred? And how much is it costing you per referral? You already have a great business. Now it's time to leverage all the goodwill you've built up to take your business to new heights. I'm glad you tuned in to the Sherry Hill Show today, where business is amplified.
0: The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time. Same station for the Sherry Hill Show. Everyone is excited about real estate in northern Nevada, and you will be too after you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Hear what the experts have to say about finding a home, getting a mortgage, investment property, and which neighborhood is right for you. Plus tips on how to make your next real estate transaction better. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. right here on 1180 AM Radio, Nevada Real Estate Radio.